Welcome to Zichud Dafsi Man Memorabay Ram Goldar, and today Mazakas Nadarim Daf Payoff, the 11th parak Be'il Nadarim. So the three topics we're going to focus on, number one, among other advice sent from Eretz Yisrael, was taught, Be careful with the sons of poor people, because Torah will go up from them. The asked, Why is it uncommon for Tamil Chachamim to have sons who are Tamil Chachamim? Five answers are given. Rabbi Yosef said, So that the sons should not say that Torah isn't an inheritance for them, and they do not have to study diligently. Rav Shisha, the son of Rabbi Edi said, so that they should not raise themselves over the public in arrogance. Mazutra said, because they dominate the public. Ravashi said, because they call people donkeys. And Ravina said, because they do not recite the bracha on Torah before learning. Point number two, Rav Yudah said in the name of Rav, what is the meaning of the Pasuk? Who is the wise man who will understand this? For what did the land become lost? And so on. This matter was asked of the sages and prophets, and they could not explain it. Until Kajbaruch himself explained it. And Hashem said, because of their forsaking my Torah. The Gemara said, there are two phrases in the Pasuk. They did not heed my voice. And nor follow it, and are apparently the same. And reviewed explained in the name of Rav, nor follow it means they did not recite the bracha and Torah before learning. The run famously explains in the name of Rabbeinu Yonah that if forsaking Torah had meant that they did not learn Torah, then the sages and prophets would have understood well why the land was lost. Rather, they did learn Torah, which is why only a Kushbarku could explain the destruction of the land. They did not sufficiently value the Torah to be fitting to make a bracha upon. And point number three, the Gemara asks, according to Yossi, who does not consider bathing or adornment to be an issue of Inui Nefesh, can the husband revoke these in Adarim as Dvarim Shabbeinu Levina matters between him and her? Does he consider refraining from bathing or adornment to affect the personal relationship which would allow him to revoke them? If so, then although he cannot revoke the netter permanently, his hafara would be effective for as long as she is fit to be married to him, as was taught on Dav Ayn Tez on the base. The Gemara quotes Malchokas and Marim about this point and brings up Raisa as support. The Raviosi does allow Hafara of these in Adarim. In a list of four different types of Adarim a woman can make, the Brisa teaches, If she says, Kona, that I will not paint my eyes, or that I will not apply rouge, or that I will not have marital relations, he may revoke them as matters between him and her. This Tanu, who does not consider adornment an issue of Inui Nefesh, reflects the view of Raviosi and still allows him to revoke them as Dvarim Shabbin so once again, the three points are number one. Among other advice sent from Eretz Yisrael, was taught, Be careful with the sons of poor people, because Torah will go out from them. The Why is it uncommon for Tamil Chachamim to have sons who are Tamil Chachamim? Five answers are given. Rabbi Yosef said, So that the sons should not say that Torah isn't an inheritance for them, and they do not have to study diligently. Of Shisha, the son of Rabbi Edi said, so that they should not raise themselves over the public in arrogance. Mazutra said, because they dominate the public. Ravashi said, because they call people donkeys. And Ravina said, because they do not recite the bracha on Torah before learning. Point number two, Rav Yudah said in the name of Rav, what is the meaning of the Pasuk? Who is the wise man who will understand this? For what did the land become lost? And so on. This matter was asked of the sages and prophets, and they could not explain it. Until Kajbaruch himself explained it. And Hashem said, because of their forsaking my Torah. 
The Gemara said there are two phrases in the Pasuk. They did not heed my voice and nor follow it and are apparently the same. And Rehud explained in the name of Rav, nor follow it means they did not recite the bracha and Torah before learning. The Ran famously explains in the name of Rabbeinu Yonah that if forsaking Torah had meant that they did not learn Torah, then the sages and prophets would have understood well why the land was lost. Rather, they did learn Torah, which is why only a Baruch Hu could explain the destruction of the land. They did not sufficiently value the Torah to be fitting to make a bracha upon. And point number three, the Gemara asks, according to Yossi, who does not consider bathing or adornment to be an issue of inui nefesh, can the husband revoke these nadarim as dvarim shebeinu levina matters between him and her? Does he consider refrain from bathing or adornment to affect the personal relationship, which would allow him to revoke them? If so, then although he cannot revoke the netter permanently, his hafar would be effective for as long as she is fit to be married to him, as was taught on Dav Ayn Tez on the base. The Gemara quotes Malchokas and about this point and brings up Raisa as support. The Rav Yossi does allow hafar of these in the Dharm. In a list of four different types of Nadarim a woman can make, the Brisa teaches, If she says, Kona, that I will not paint my eyes, or that I will not apply rouge, or that I will not have marital relations, he may revoke them as matters between him and her. This Tanu, who does not consider adornment an issue of Inui Nefesh, reflects the view of Yossi and still allows him to revoke them as Dvarm Alright, so now we go to our simon dot payoff, and our standard simon is a grandpa, a grandpa. So here goes. The grandpa, who's agitated that his grandson was not a Tamachachim, like his son, told him to shape up and start reciting Birchas Torah, and that maybe his wife won't make a nether again, not to paint her eyes, nor apply rouge. Once again, it's a motion. The grandpa, grandpa, that must more than tough. Payola, pa, grandpa. The grandpa was agitated that his grandson was not a Talmud like his son, which reminds us it was taught, be careful with the sons of Anim, because Torah will go from them. The Gemara asks, why is it uncommon for Talmud to have sons who are Talmud And five answers are given. So the grandpa was agitated that his grandson was not a Talmud like his son, told him to shape up and start reciting Birchas Torah, which reminds the Kushbar explained that the reason B'nai Yisrael HaSaland is Al-Azlam is Torah si, and because of their forsaking my Torah. The Gemara said there are two phrases in the Pasuk, they did not heed my voice and nor follow it, and are apparently the same. And reviewed explaining the name of Rab, Shemavarkin B'Torah Tchilat, nor follow it means they did not recite the Baracha and Torah before learning. Ron famously explains in the name of Rabbeinu Yoda that if forsaking Torah had meant that they did not learn Torah, then the sages and prophets would have understood well why the land was lost. Rather, they did learn Torah, which is why only Kush Baruch could explain the destruction of the land. They did not sufficiently value their Torah to be fitting to make a bracha upon. So the grandpa was agitated that his grandson was not a Tamachacham, like his son, told him to shape up and start reciting Birchas Torah, and then maybe his wife won't make a nether again not to paint her eyes, nor apply rouge, which reminds Rabbi Yossi agrees that the husband can revoke the dharm that our dharm should be no such as in a case where the wife says, Konum, that I will not pay my eyes, or that I will not apply rouge. So once again, the grandpa who's agitated that his grandson was not a Tamachacham, like his son, told him to shape up and start reciting Birchas Torah with greater kavana, and that maybe his wife won't make a nether again, not to paint her eyes, nor apply rouge. Alright, so now it's time for Four Blabat Chazara. Daf Ein Zayn. So the simmer Daf Ein Zayn is a goat. So here it goes. The goat, goat. That must be more Daf Ein Zayn. A's.
The goat tied to the Shabbos table, where a man was looking for a heter to his nether, not to drink wine so he could have kiddush, which reminds us, the next Mishnah teaches, One may revoke Nadarim on Shabbos and may seek a heter for Nadarim, that their annulment is needed for Shabbos. The Gemara inquires of how far on Shabbos also must be for a Shabbos need. So the goat tied to the Shabbos table, where a man was looking for a heter to his netter, not to drink wine so he could have kiddush, charged the man's three layman cousins coming to be mud to his nether. Which reminds us, Rabbi Yosef initially thought that one may only seek a heter for a nether on Shabbos from a yachin mumcha, a single expert, but not from Shloshi Hediotos, three layman, because this has the appearance of a court case on Shabbos. Abai responded that since annulment of Nadarim is distinct from court proceedings in three ways, namely that the three men may stand, they may be his relatives, and it may be done at night, therefore it does not have the appearance of a court case even absent these three factors. Rabbi said in the name of Rav Nachman, the halacha is that one may seek a hetzer from one who is standing alone and at night and on Shabbos and from relatives. So the goat tied to the Shabbos table where a man was looking for a heter to his nether, not to drink wine, so he could have kiddush, charged at the man's three layman cousins coming to be mud to his nether, but instead knocked the plate out of a husband's hand who was being made for his wife's nether by saying, take and eat, take and drink. Which reminds us, Abraissa teaches that one should not revoke on Shabbos with the same language of hafar that he uses during the week. Rather, he should hand his wife the item and say, Tli vachli, tli ishti, take and eat, take and drink, and the netter is canceled. Rabbi Yochanan added, And he must cancel the netter in his heart. The combination of handing her the item and mentally revoking the netter is sufficient for hafara. Dafayin ches, so the simmer dafayin ches is a child going, ach. So here goes. The Chacham son who went, Och, son going, Och, that must be wrong, Dav, Ein Chas, Och. The Chacham son who went, Och, when he heard his father trying to be made for a man's wife's nether, instead of being Matyarib, which reminds the more brings up Bryce of the Darshan, Zeha Davar, this is the thing, which Hashem commanded, implying that it must be followed exactly. A Chacham Matyarib ain't Bal Matyarib. This teaches that a Chacham annuls and a husband cannot annul. And another bright seduction is the reverse. Zehadavar bal mefer vein chacham mefer. This is the thing. This teaches that a husband may revoke a nether, but a chacham cannot revoke a nether. So the chacham's son who went ach when he heard his father trying to be mefer, a man's wife's nether, instead of being matirit, when ach, 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 when he saw three laymen who had done shchute chutz, come on all the nether, which reminds us, Abraisa makes a gazera shava of zehadavar between nadarim and shchute chutz, the prohibition to shech karbanas outside of the mikdash. Just as this prohibition applies to all Jews equally, so to nadarim can be annulled by all Jews, including laymen. This teaches that three laymen are qualified to annul Nadarim. The Gemara objects, since the Pasuk says, Roshia Matos, heads of the tribes, indicating that experts are required. It answers that this term allows a Yachid Mumcha, a single expert, to annul Nadarim. The Gzer Shava allowing laymen to annul Val must therefore be for more than one, which we presume to be three, similar to a minor basin. So the Chacham son who went, Ach, when he heard his father trying to be made for a man's wife's nether, instead of being Matirid, went, Ach, 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 when he saw three laymen who had done Shchute Chutz, come on all the nether, and then threw his plate of spinach to the husband when he realized he was being silent in order to distress his wife. Which reminds us, Rabbi Kanina taught, Hashosik Amanaslamekat, a husband who was silent in order to distress his wife by causing her to think that he'll confirm the nether, Mefra Afil he can still revoke it for another ten days, meaning such silence does not constitute hakama. Rabbi Kanina's ruling is successfully challenged on the next daf. Daf Ein Tess, the simmer Daf Ein Tess, is a sofer with a quill. So here goes. The sofa, sofa, that must be worn duff. Ein test, sofa with a quill. 
the sofa writing in silence while his distressed wife cited three refutations to a Shosek al-Manasla Mekat Mayfair, which reminds us the Gemara brings three successful refutations to Rav Hanina's ruling that a husband who is silent to distress his wife may still revoke her nether. So the sofa writing in silence while his distressed wife cited three refutations to Hashosek Amanasla Mekat Mayfair regarding her Inui Nefesh Nether with the condition if I adorn myself, which reminds us the Gemara brings Malchokes about Nadarm that are Dvarim Sheish Behen Inui Nefesh matters that involve self-affliction. The Tanakhama provides an example if she makes a Nether on condition of if I bathe or if I do not bathe or if I adorn myself or if I do not adorn myself that this qualifies as a Nether of Inui Nefesh which she may revoke. Rabbi Yossi disagrees and does not consider the Nadarim of Inui Nefesh and provides his own example. Amra Konum Perza Omalai Harze Yachulahafir. If she said Konum the world's produce on me, he may revoke it as a netter of Inui Nefesh. So the sofa writing in silence while his distressed wife cited three refutations to Hashosek Amanaskal Mekat Mayfair regarding her Inui Nefesh nether with the condition, if I adore myself was caught off guard when she suddenly made a nether and he quickly said that he is made for that nether for as long as she is fit to be married to him, which reminds us that darn that Advarm should be no living or revoked for as long as the wife is fit to be married to her husband. Pei. So the Simmer Pei is a painter. So here goes. The painter, the painter, that must be more Daf Pei, painter. The painter who wanted to be made for his wife's nether of Conan the pleasure of bathing to me if I bathe today, despite her being splattered with pain, which reminds us of the Gemara's case of Conan the pleasure of bathing to me if I bathe today in Rabbi reasoning that this is not a nether of Inui Nefesh, and the husband cannot revoke the nether because Nivol Dechad Yoma Loshmei Nivol. Repugnance of one day's lack of bathing is not called repugnance. So, the painter who wanted to be made for his wife's nether of Conan the pleasure of bathing to me if I bathe today, despite her being splattered with pain, was horrified when he heard her say, The pleasure of bathing is forbidden to me if I do not bathe in flax steeping water, which reminds us. The Gemara asks what the netter is in the second case in the Mishnah, where she apparently added the condition of Imoi Erchatz, if I do not bathe. Rebuta suggests that she said, The pleasure of bathing is forbidden to me if I do not bathe in flax steeping water, which is foul smelling, where both choices have an afflictive impact. However, the Gemara rejects this interpretation because the parallel case of Imoi Skashet if I do not adorn myself, would have to be a condition of adorning herself with some filthy substance, and this cannot be described as adornment at all. So, the painter who wanted to be made for his wife's netter of Conum the pleasure of bathing to me if I bathe today, despite her being splattered with paint, was horrified when he heard her say, The pleasure of bathing is forbidden to me if I do not bathe in flax steeping water, and wondered if her pile of unwandered clothes was leading her to insanity, which reminds us, Rabbi Yossi holds that in a case where there's insufficient water, even if a first city's laundering needs are pitted against the drinking needs of a second city, the first city's laundering needs take precedence because he considers it a life-critical issue. The Gemara asks, can bathing the body be less critical than laundering clothing? And the Gemara on the next stop answers in the affirmative because Shmuel said uncleanliness of the clothing leads to insanity, which cannot be cured, whereas uncleanliness of the body leads to boils and sores, which can be cured. All right, so now it's time to conclude with our pop quiz of 10 questions. Number one. Which stop were three refutations brought to Rebchanina's position that Hashoisek Amanasla Mekat Mayfair, that's on Duff? Ein test. Good number two. Which stop thing on the Kosh Baruch explained that the reason why Ben Israel lost the land was Shane Mavarkim Torah Tchila, that's on Duff? Payoff. Good number three. 
Which deputy of the Havamina that the second case of the Mishnah was where the wife said, The pleasure of bathing is forbidden to me if I do not bathe in flax steeping water. That's on Dov. Pay. Good number four. Which deputy of the Mokha was regarding what is considered a nether of Inui Nefesh. That's on Dov. Ein test. Good number five. Which deputy of the according to Ezra, that one may revoke Nadarn before they are made, what would be the din if a wife said, I am a Nazira, and another person said, I am like her. That's on Dov. Ein hey. Good number six. Which of the one a couple of that a Naara cannot be sold as a maidservant? That's on Dov. Ein Vav. Good number seven. Which of were five reasons given as to why Talmud Chachamim often do not have sons who are Talmud Chachamim? That's on Dov. Pay off. Good number eight. Which of the one a cleanliness of the clothing leads to insanity? That's on Dov. Pay. Good number nine. Which stuff do you want the Rabbiosi agrees that a husband can revoke Nadarim? That Abeno, Abeno, such as Konam, I will not wear rouge or I will not wear eye makeup. That's on Duff. Pay off. Good number ten. Which stuff do you have a case where the wife said, Konam, the pleasure of bathing to me if I bathe today? That's on Duff. Pay. Excellent. That concludes today's shear. This is Rabbi Avram Goldham Zikhubishim. A great day and great learning.